you not seen that? Hello and welcome to another episode of How the Fuck Have You Not Seen That? Uh, and this time is a first for Fan Critical. We will be covering a very different sort of mm. film, but one that I'm sure all of our audience has seen and adores. Bloody hope so. Anyway, enough of that. I bloody hope so. Enough of that for now. Uh, today I'm joined by a veritable host of sea creatures. And if they did dwell in the ocean, I like to think that Emma would be a turtle. Hello, Emma. Aww, that's nice. Yes, yeah, spot on. Hi, guys. I love turtles. Yeah. Lucy would be a seahorse. Hello, Lucy. Okay, that's all right. Hello. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah, uh, and right. Gaz, you would be uh, a little sea urchin <laughs> clinging Aww. onto me and following me around everywhere. Hello, Gaz. <laughs> so who was it that moved to Australia first? Hmm, interesting. Ooh, hmm. Do you know what's hmm. interesting about that sentence, Gareth? Australia. Let's focus on that word right now. Um, okay. What film are we covering today? This is Gareth's turn, and it. I have to say that this is the worst one. This is the worst one. Like, we've had a couple yeah, 100%. that that have been, you know, I think Pulp Fiction before this was the worst. Me with Reservoir yeah, Dogs. And actually, Gladiator was high up there. Like, not seeing Gladiator, that's mental. Yeah, um, me with Gladiator was up yeah. there and being really embarrassing. But this is, this is this the is pinnacle. Baffling. Yeah, this like, is baffling. I'm by this. This is baffling because you, you, you also love these movies. Like, mm. uh, you know, spoiler warning, it's a, it's a, it's a Pixar film. Uh, Gareth, can you tell the audience what you haven't seen? Uh, I haven't seen... Well, I have seen. I hadn't seen Finding uh-huh. Nemo. Yeah, that's Ooh. fucked up. How the but fuck why? have you not seen that? That, that? Yeah, but why? I mean, you know, we've got to go through it, obviously. Seriously, need an explanation. Like... Yeah. Mm. I, did some, I did some reflection on this. And yeah. I've sort of, like, I've, I've worked out why it is, why, why I missed it. Um, it's nothing overly complicated. It's just that it came out in 2003, right? Yeah, so I believe that I was That's so long ago. I was fifteen, fifteen uh-huh. years old. That is a point where you're probably not at your peak Pixar movie watching uh, mm. stage. Um, yeah, you know this was this was this was post my my peak. I I was I was a Toy Story kid. Um, this came out when I was probably trying to be a bit too cool. So I had no interest. Oh, uh, And I grew up next door to you. And at that time, I can tell you something, audience. He definitely wasn't cool. He was just <laughs> in his, we were in his back garden just kicking around a soccer ball or as we call it, a soccer. football. Um, uh, you know, or crashing cars and things. That's the sort of things we did, isn't it, Gareth? Actually, 15. No, we didn't crash not cars. Not real though. cars, presumably. No, well, no Len waited two Toy more cars. years to crash cars. Um, yes, with I me, did. with uh, me in the most of the time. Um, hey, it's fine. No minor crashes, nothing serious. Reversing into things and that sort. Anyway, let's move off of my uh, traumatizing past and on to Finding Nemo. Now, as is tradition, I have pulled the Rotten Tomatoes synopsis and score for this film. Here we go. Breathtakingly lovely and grounded by the stellar efforts of a well-chosen cast. Finding Nemo adds another beautifully crafted gem to Pixar's crown. Any any guesses on the score, team? I know because I looked it up, so I won't. Okay, well, don't say then. So, Next. I won't. Emerald Gaz, have a guess. Go on, don't take too long. 98% fresh. Mm, 
It's 94. 99% oh. fresh. 99% oh. fresh. Wow. Pretty, pretty fresh. Good, right? That's, That's pretty fresh. fresh. Um, now, I know, Gareth, you were saying that Toy Story, before you'd even seen this film, is better uh, because it means mm-hmm. something more to you. And I do agree that the whole Toy Story universe is better um, in terms of just collectively. Um but I think this film is also extremely special. Do you want to hazard a guess what Toy Story got on Rotten Tomatoes, out of curiosity, uh, as a percentage? Um, 90. 100%. Oh, there you wow. go. Well, yeah. <laughs> so That is vindicated. fair. Le- Len, are you in well, charge of Rotten Tomatoes now? Y- yes. <laughs> as, as you can see from those stats, these are two very highly thought of films critically. Uh, the audience score for both of these films was also in the 90s, so pretty good. Um I want to talk about uh, everyone's relationship with this film uh, and like when they saw it and their blueberry score for this film. So I'm going to kick it off with uh, Emma. We're going to save Gaz till last. Emma, what's your relationship with the film? And please do blueberry it and explain the blueberry system for any new listeners. I shall. Um, So unlike Gaz, I don't think I was too cool for this Pixar movie at the age of, I must have been a little bit younger, 13 or 14. I'm pretty sure I went to see it at the cinema. At the Guildford Odeon, I imagine, Ooh, when lovely. tickets were like £2.50. And you get the train. R. I R. get R. £10 cinema. for the weekend. I get the train, yeah. pick a mix from Walmart, <laughs> and then a cinema ticket for me tenner. Yeah. Um, I love I love Finding Nemo. It is, it's beautifully done. It's got a fantastic voice cast. The story is adorable. It's exciting. It's funny. Adorable. Even, it is adorable. Um, and even as, as an adult, there's just something so charming about this film and you notice things that just become funnier and funnier the older that you get every time you watch it um if it's on tv i will watch this film i don't think i ever seek it out although i did this morning i rewatched it and i still had a little cry at the end so uh yeah beautiful it's just beautifully done isn't it um and it's different and it's clever and i think that that makes for really wonderful experience as a viewer uh, so the blueberry system if you are new to this hello welcome uh blueberry system is very simple and it works as thus there's a scale of zero to five. Zero is the worst five is the best and there can be no halves uh this is undoubtedly a five blueberry film there you go good synopsis solid work uh lucy shoot bloops so I think I was the same age as... Are we the same age, Gaz? Uh, no, you're, older you you're older You're older than, than us. You're, you're older than us. Oh, okay. So I would have been, what, like 16, I suppose, at the Unbelievable. time. Still not you too cool for Pixar. I don't know. I don't know how old people are. I thought I was the same age as you, Len, at least. Yeah, you... I'm you're... 33. I'm 33. Then you're correct. <laughs> and I was right all along. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it, it is your younger, yeah. two weeks, though, Luce. Yeah, yeah. Ignore, ignore that fact okay. because the right. fact is, I was probably sixteen when I saw this film. All in our thirties, so yeah, more <laughs> yeah, it's the fact. So it's fine. <laughs> um, I saw it in the cinema because I love Pixar, and yeah, it's it's one of my favourite Pixar films. I think I think it's a a pinnacle in the animation itself. Like the seascapes that are created are just fantastic. I also watched it again this morning, um, and it's just it's just beautiful. I think the story's really moving without being too schmaltzy. And I think, yeah, the voice cast is really funny. I just, yeah, I really love it. It's definitely up there for me as as one of the top, probably other than Toy Story, my favourite Pixar film, I would say. Yeah. I really love it. I love like the Australian setting. It's just a bit different. 
Mm. I know it's under the sea most of the time, but you know, it's just something a bit different for Pixar. Um, it's just magical. Um, and yeah, what they create under the sea, the animation is just fantastic. So it's definitely a five blueberry film for me. There you go. Racking up the fives. I'm just going to echo everyone's thoughts quickly. Like I watched it, uh, just finished watching it before this podcast. I mean, I've seen it probably, I don't know, 15, 20 times. I never got to see it in the cinema, uh, which I am devastated about. Um, because I love seeing the Pixar films in the cinema. How the There's fuck just have something... you not seen that in the cinema? That's our next series. <laughs> well, because he was too cool, Gaz. Yeah, well, he was influenced by you, Gaz, and your leather jacket being I cool. Was, I was living smoking. next door to him. He was not too cool. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, there's something quite wholesome about sitting in the cinema, like going to see like a something like a Pixar film, like you said, Emma, getting your little pick and mix and just, you know, sometimes when you go to the cinema, like to see a horror movie or a big blockbuster, there's a lot of stress involved, you know, but then when you go to see Tension. a Pixar film, you know that you're just going to have a nice time. There are going to be some ups and downs. Of course, it always starts with a down, always. Mild peril. But, yeah. But then you know you're going to come out feeling all nice and warm and fuzzy inside. And um, I'm glad I never got to actually sit there. But I've seen it so many times. Just watching it again, I'm just amazed at how incredible the animation is in this film. Like It really stands was, up, doesn't it, after 17 years? Yeah, oh, it really does. Not only does it stand up, this is the moment where, like this film for me is the moment where Pixar sort of, transformed their animation a bit into like actual groundbreaking stuff like toy story at the time obviously groundbreaking but if you watch toy story one now the animation doesn't really hold up that well um it's very it's not no it's not as textured it's not as um you know there's not as dense environments Uh, i i promise you just go back and watch it's not dense it's not textured it's like it's a bit more procedurally generated than it is thought about and these seascapes are just incredible like to make something like this the vastness of ocean have so much texture and depth is incredible uh the facial animations the character animations the uh, just the variety of animation involved with the different creatures um and everything that you see going on is is it's next level and this is the moment that pixar sort of transformed themselves. you watch a pixar film now they are faultless their animation is just perfect uh, and this was the stepping stone towards that. And just the stories and just so lovely. Um, like I said, feel very warm and fuzzy after watching it. And I think it's arguably one of the best Pixar stories, if not the best Pixar story. It's quite simple, uh, but, it, you know, it goes in so many dramatic uh, directions. It's a five blueberry film. It is up there in my top three Pixar favorite films with uh, Toy Story. And Toy Story three because uh, I absolutely adore Toy Story three. I think it's one of, one of the funniest animations ever made. Um, so yeah, five blues for me. And now I'll pass over to the man of the moment, Ooh, uh, the urchin guys. himself. We love this film. I'm dying to hear this. Mm, yeah, beloved he, he film. said it. Yeah, beloved. Go on, talk, Gareth. So, <clears throat> as I was saying earlier, I just want to point out, you know, the the reason that I missed this. So. I think Monsters, Inc. came out a couple of years before this and I loved Monsters, Inc. Absolutely loved it. Um, But I was like 13 years old when Monsters, Inc. came out. And 
you go there are a lot of changes that you go through i'm not going to go into all of them but there are a lot of things you that you go through guys. from 13 <laughs> to 15 years old you are a very yeah. different person at the age of 15 and i think that my pixar watching went into hibernation at about this point so i missed finding nemo i didn't watch the incredibles when it came out i watched that a couple of years later cars totally missed it ratatouille totally yeah. missed it came cars back, are shit though well yeah came it. back to pixar with wally and wally came Great out film. in 2008 lovely film. I was 20 lovely film. and i reckon i reckon that is actually that's perfectly... in my top three that's in my top right. three that one <laughs> you can think I'm, about I'm, your I'm, order I'm, and let us know at the end i'm bumping toy story off sorry just so the listeners know Excuse it goes me? wally toy story 3 and uh finding nemo toy story's out next actual toy story's out I like. I no, prefer you Toy can't Story do 3. that, Len. No, That's sorry. Gaz, carry on with what Massive you were saying. Let's get back to the point. <laughs> sorry. So I think I think that little patch of time, fifteen to twenty years old, is a perfectly it's a perfectly natural thing for somebody to drift away from Pixar for a little bit and to come back to it as a bit of an adult with a greater appreciation for things. So that's why I miss. You have it. no soul. You have no and soul. That's the reason. I will say that I I did I did sort of. Um, I exacerbated this problem by honestly pretending to have seen it and like I've put it in lists of my favourite Pixar movies. I've been like, Yeah, I'll probably have um what Finding Nemo in my top five because I know I know that that's the reaction that you get. That's proper um, denial as well, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Scum. Lying to yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely in my top three Pixars. So so look, I feel like I feel a little more whole. Um, not like I feel a little more a little more whole tonight after having watched it, and I feel like I can legitimately. Um, I mean, you do normally need to have watched a film before you can legitimately rate it, um, but I feel like I can legitimately say I'm a complete human being. And look, it's very good. Um, that's not a surprise to me. I always knew it would be. It's it's Pixar in maybe their kind of peak era for a lot of people. Um, is it as good as Toy Story? Absolutely not. It's just not. Um, it's got. It's got. The, the, I think the setting is an issue. It's got a real challenge. It, and what the setting does, the sea. What, the, the ocean, the, sea is a- the ocean as the setting, it allows for beautiful animation and beautiful artwork, and I think that's totally fair. But it doesn't give you that same relatability as something like Toy Story or even Monsters Inc. Which, yes, all right, it's it's monsters, but you know they're regular guys going about their nine to five job. Well, in a way. it's just a regular but, uh, uh, regular fish dad losing fish, his son. Like. Just to stop your point, and you can continue it. But seeing things like this as a kid, which I guess is something you didn't do, uh, like the ocean, uh, is such a thing that's ununderstood by a lot of people. Like just in general, like the the depth of like uh, wildlife, the biodiversity down there. Like when we watched David Attenborough's like deep. Uh, Deep Blue Sea or whatever it's called, not the shark blue film. Planet. Sorry. Blue, That's a blue Planet. Film. Blue Planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue, <laughs> blue, blue Planet. You're like stunned and wowed. And like when you first saw this and you saw the creatures and and you learn these facts about these different um, animals that live in the ocean, it's mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I mean, I would, I would, I would say this as a as as a teacher, do not rely on Finding Nemo as your only documentary about no, the opening. It's not. Um, <laughs> but I'm but saying it's all it's like proper fact, yeah. Needs to be complemented by some kind of David Attenborough or BBC production, um, and yeah, that's. I mean, that that it, it's great, and actually, a lot of a lot of it. I think, I mean, I'm not a biologist or anything, but I think a lot of it is yeah. quite accurate. Like there's some pretty cool yeah, stuff is, that happens is. in there that actually happens in the sea. Um, but it just doesn't have that same kind of, it doesn't give me the same warm feeling that Toy Story, or as I say, and I know that this is probably really controversial, or even Monsters, Inc. gives me. Um, no, Monsters, Inc. is a very good film. And and the girl in it is amazingly cute. Like you know, the relationship mm, with Sully, yeah. Sully and the little girl is is incredible. So I understand that. But you know, anyway, it's each their own. Give me a score. I will give you a score. And don't you dare! It's five blueberries. Yeah, correct. Of course, Thank it's you. five oh, blueberries. God. I thought it's... you were going to give it a three or something. I was really no, scared. Jesus. Of course, Almost it deserves Christmas. five blueberries. It's Grinch. just that. What you going to be a Grinch? It's just that it's not as good as. Yeah, that's, that's my favourite Pixar movies. But you have to find a pretty bad Pixar movie to to not give it five. And there are a couple. Mm. I understand Toy Story that. 4 is really bad, I thought. Oh, really no. Bad. Disagree. No. Disagree. It's lovely. Not enough buzz. Not enough buzz. So. <laughs> In the press or like you? Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I need my films with more buzz. Uh, oh, I need more not buzz. Enough buzz. Bzz, um, uh. Okay, well, that's good. I, I think fives across the board. Um, so that's what we call a home run in the industry. Uh, it deserves it deserves um, them. It deserves them, for sure. It, it does. Full blue rating here from everyone at Fan Critical. Uh, now, look, I'm going to give you a basic plot. Uh, Gaz did one for Akira last week or whatever, and it went on for about 10 minutes. Mine is <laughs> Well, let's be fair. It's difficult. Akira is harder than this. Akira is Akira is a slightly this, yes. more complex story than Finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So mine's going to be three sentences essentially. Um, okay. And then we're going to talk about favorite scenes. Then we're going to move on to some standout performances. Um, um, and then we're going to move on to the quiz. And the way the quiz works, as everyone knows, is there'll be six questions. If Gareth uh, gets three correct, he gets a little stamp of approval. We send him a little certificate and, it doesn't, and he doesn't have to watch the film again. If he gets less than three right, um, he has to watch the film again. Now, anyway, uh, base, basic plot. Um, Nemo's mother is killed when he is an egg. He is the last surviving egg of the lot that we're eating. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, can tragic, I also just tragic, say quickly, tragic start. When he yeah, is an egg. What a brutal movie. Yeah. Like, is there a Pixar yeah. movie that has a higher kill count? Like, f- yeah. 400, 400, right from the off, murdered, Little babies, kidnapped, yeah. violence. This is, this is not a film for kids. I'm glad I didn't see it when I was 15. I wouldn't have been ready. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dad then becomes overprotective of Nemo, forcing his son to rebel. Uh, and then he gets captured by a fishing vessel. I don't know why I wrote vessel and not boat. That's fishing weird. vessel. Um, fishing vessel. Also, <laughs> a fishing uh, butt. Yeah. Yeah. Fishing butt. Very good, Gary. Don't touch the butt. Uh, you're not trying to impress me now. All right. The quiz will let me determine whether you've actually seen the film. Okay. Uh, his dad then sets off across the vast ocean to find his son whilst encountering interesting characters along the way and making friendships that he will never forget. See what I did there with the never forget thing because of, you know, 
yeah, good. Anyway, that's just me then. Um, that's it, Gareth. See, much shorter than your Akira one, much more succinct mm. and to the point. I also, I was just thinking to myself, Wally has a much higher kill count than uh, Finding Oh, Nemo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. The whole planet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, also yeah. has a, a lot less word, a lot, le- a lot less word count than Finding Nemo. No one says anything in that film for like an hour. It's mental. I love it. Um, yeah. So, such a good, lovely film. Um, okay, let's start with favourite scenes. Gaz, shoot, because we've all seen it a million times. Let me know what really stood out to you as your favourite scene of the film. Um, I think I think for a Pixar movie, this was this film's like a little bit light on laugh out loud moments, but one where I did laugh out loud are the sharks. Um, yeah, I really yeah. like them. Um, it's Bruce. And Bruce. Bruce is the best. Bruce, Bruce is Bruce Hello, is great. Bruce. And, <laughs> and, uh, and when Dory says that she doesn't think she's ever eaten a fish, and oh, that's you know, amazing. Chum and the other one are like, oh, wow, that's amazing. And Bruce is just sitting there like in disbelief just for a couple of seconds. He's like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. He's oh, so good. Um, I'm a big fan, big fan of the sharks. Um, and you know that Eric Banner well. actually voices one. Oh, there you go. Sorry, that's a fact Eric Banner voices the hammerhead shark. Oh, there you go. He does um, oh, I'm really sorry right, about this, mate. He's never usually like this. That's terrible. I'm sorry about father. Bruce. He never even knew his father. <laughs> oh, shark! I hate sharks, but they're good. I love, I love that scene. It's like Fish Eaters Anonymous. And like Bruce is just brilliant. He's such a good shark. He's such a good character. Such a good shark. Now let's see the mantra. (laughs) Fish are friends, Uh, not food. Not food. Yeah. I love that. Um, How are What's what's also great about it is they are terrifying. Like when they, the teeth and the animation Mm. and the animation of the sharks and the teeth is very, I don't know, like, like provokes a lot of yeah, fears in my mind from when I used to like watch Jaws and stuff. You know yeah, what I mean? Same. Like it's I'm they, terrified. Of animated this... Same. Yeah, me too. Me and too. when his and eyes shark... go black yeah. when he sniffs the blood. Ah, there's actually a Finding Nemo ride in Disneyland, and um, yeah, the shark, Big Bruce's head comes out at you, and you ride in a, a turtle shell. Woo! No one can see what there I'm you doing. Go. Well, you, you <laughs> lot can. But yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. good. But the shark bit's imagine. really scary when his head just comes out. Just imagine that I'm swirling around people. Oh, certainly. That is a good scene. Um, yeah, the, the sharks are good. And yeah, it's just the Austra- the fact that they're Australian. I don't know why. It just yeah. adds something completely different just, to yeah. like, I d- the There's Pixar something world. about the fact that there's so many Aussies in this that just makes it fucking hilarious. And I don't know why. I love it, yeah. I think because it's unusual. Before, it is unusual. Before I moved here, I hadn't really thought much about it. Like the fact that it's obviously set from like the coral reef, Queensland, down to Sydney. Um, and I'd never really thought about it too much, even though it's obvious. But then I was just picking up on the accent constantly in the film this time round with every single character. Um, and it is great. I love the fact that it's localized to that area of the world, and and just sort of like get, like you said, gives it a different sort of feel to other Pixar films. And I think also like Len, what you were saying about the fact that you know this is quite a turning point for Pixar in terms of like the setting actually also in terms of the characters because we're not in America um or Britain we're, we're in Australia like we're in a really different part of the world and I think that makes it a really unique film as well mm. just um yeah on, on on the characters as well I think one of the um one of the things I love about the film 
is that there isn't there is there's no bad guy like nobody is yeah. inherently an evil character Darla. no fish <laughs> the barracuda Sorry. that killed them all at the start is oh, pretty bad guy barracuda. i know he's only trying to live his life but you didn't need to kill them all yeah i suppose he's playing nobody nobody in the main through the main beats of the movie is is inherently evil they're just like the sharks they're lovely guys but you know bruce can't help himself when he smells blood um the even like just everybody everybody's just trying to live their life you know nobody's out for uh just trying to swim for causing chaos just keep swimming lucy or emma feel free to jump in favorite scenes i've got one um my favourite scene, and I've forgotten about this scene, but I love this, and this is kind of a bit of not deep blue sea, but blue planet. Um, so when they lose the goggles... <laughs> Both great, in their own way. Um, and they swim down into the deep, dark depths of the ocean. Dory, oh, Dory yeah. and um, um, Melbourne. Wait, what's his dad's name? Melbourne? <laughs> Marley. Have you seen this movie? Jesus. Emma, or are you going to have to take the quiz? Melvin. Yeah, I might have to take... Jesus no, Christ. I've got a terrible memory. Melvin. Um, Melvin the clownfish. <laughs> Yeah, obviously, Melvin the Cambridge. Um, and oh, when they swim words. right down, they're like, oh, beautiful light. And then there's like that deep sea fish. Because mm. one of the most terrifying things about the ocean is the shit that we don't know about or the shit yeah. that we're discovering, which is these monstrous luminescent things underneath there. And it, and do you know what the magical thing about that scene is that it's really scary and it's funny. And then it's, and then it's when Dory realises that she can remember something. And it just, yeah. I cry at that scene every time. I just think it's a real turning point in the movie and in Dory's story like and I just and, and also how scary is that luminescent weird if anybody thing? if anybody wants to see more of those luminescent anglet deep sea anglet yeah, anglets watch the uh the high seas episode of uh of our planet which is yeah David yeah, Attenborough series on, yeah. on Netflix um yeah they I'll are later they are insane they are f- f- fucking weird it's almost terrifying. like that part of the ocean is basically like prehistoric and it's just scary. And But they managed to make it really quite magical as well as, you know, tense with some minor peril. <laughs> minor peril. Mild peril. Yeah. Lucy, any you want to chime in with a scene? Um, I will chime. Before I we love go on to standout performances. With the turtles. Oh, yeah. Cowabunga, when dude. They're, they're riding the East Australian current and the little baby ones. Um, and he, you know, Crush, Crush gives him some advice, fatherly advice. And I just love the little ones. They're so cute. And when they're telling him, giving him instructions on how to get out. And he's like, you're so cute, but I don't know what you're saying. Because they're just so like high pitched, <laughs> yeah. little cute voices. And he's like, bye, Crush, dude. And he just doesn't know how to speak to him. I just love it. I think it's well cute. And um, he's really scared that Dory's like injured and she's just playing hide and seek with the, the uh, little turtles. I just think it's such a nice... It's visually good and like the character work, like the voice work of the turtles is really good. And then there's like actually the meaning of the story and him sort of saying, you know, you've got to let them fly. He's got all these kids that he lets go. Yeah, the and it's true. The turtles, it's turtles. And they let their they let their young yeah. fend for themselves. And they find their way back. It's just and that's he gets just to find nature. out how old he is as well, which he promised he'd do for Nemo. So yeah, it's that, just a, it's yeah, a that, lovely scene. I love it. And it is that's a typical scene. Pixar as well, like tugging at your heartstrings, isn't it? You know, and there's a really nice message in there. We've all learned something from this film. Mm. Yeah, always learning with Pixar films. Um, I think we've covered a lot of the scenes there. I mean, the whole film is glorious. Obviously, the end scene is very emotional. I think the start of the film, uh, like Gaz said, the massacre at the beginning 
is like it's such a typical Disney film move uh, that they're never going to go away from because it's just so powerful at the start of a film to do something like that. Um, you know, like, like I just Bambi's think mom. I think I well, it's up. You know, it's Bambi. It's like you know, just think about all the Disney films and think about the tragedy that always occurs at the start of them. Dumbo, closest. Mm. You know, it's it's Lion horrible. King. Uh, yeah, Lion, Lion King famously, within yeah. the first twenty minutes. Um, you know. It's very impactful and just the desolation uh, in the reef after that, you know, after the Barracuda is um, tough, tough to see. It's a very sweet opening as well when he nurtures Nemo the egg and you see that the egg's a bit damaged and obviously his fin's damaged. It's very sweet. Um, and uh, yeah, I love I love that scene, even though it's horrible, but it's a lovely, it's a great way to start the film. And you uh, the word massacre would come up in a, in a podcast about uh, a Pixar yeah. film. Well, yeah, it has actually, several times. Here we are. Yeah. Here, here we, we are. are. 2020. I mean, this is 2003, but whatever. Um, standout performances. I've written on my notes here. Uh, there's only two real characters for me that are standouts um, in terms of voice work. Um, and obviously, we'll talk about most controversial one, even though it's not controversial at the time. Uh, Dory, voiced by Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, clearly, the standout character of the film. All agree? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. She's, She's my very, favorite. very funny, very good. And I think She's Ellen does a great job of it. And I know, yeah. you know, there's some controversy about her now, but we're in 2003 in this podcast, and it's spot Correct. on, mate. Yeah, Correct. it's great, and great voice work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she is the centerpiece of the film. Clearly, did so well as the centerpiece of the like the the sort of thing that holds the story together in a way, like because otherwise, you said it's just a son uh, and, a, and a father sort of story, but you know, Marlin needs to find. Um, or Melvin, whatever you want to call him, needs to find um, <laughs> needs to find something else. He, finding he needs Melvin. To find, he needs to find something else. Yeah, finding Melvin. That's the third film. Uh, <laughs> other than just this love for his son, like he, you know, he grows to love Dory, and they have a, a very special relationship, which obviously gets explored in a sequel and stuff like that. So, um, which Gareth, you do need to go see now. You can go see that one. Yeah. Um, so you've got to watch free. Finding Dory, man. Not as good. Mm, yeah, but it's it good. good. It's not as good, but it is good. Uh, it's still very good. It's a Pixar film, so. Um, yeah. So same thing. Basically, is it same thing. No, it's uh, Finding Dory. Obviously, it's, it's not the same story, thing as Finding story. Nemo. Uh, yeah. Um, what about uh, it's Willem Dafoe? Do you guys? Uh, it's Willem Dafoe, isn't it? Is Gil in the tank? Yeah. Is that, oh, is that who it was? I yeah I, yeah. When you first when it. you first see it, it takes a while to work it out. But what a great yeah. character as well! Like how cool. Yeah, I love Gil. Yeah, he's. Because cool. you think he might be a bit evil, but he's not evil. See, he wants but to that's help. it. That's that's finding Nemo not having the evil character in the place that an evil character often would be. Yeah, in this fish tank where they've gone mad or something, you know. Um, I love all the characters in the fish tank as well, like uh, Bubbles guy. Uh, Jacques, you know, who likes to clean everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, we're I am ashamed. You know, it's just cr- <laughs> he cracks me up. You know, I like um, the starfish. They're all so interesting. Ebay. Yes, starfish, <laughs> and then you've also got Flo, who always uh, or whatever sees her sister Flo in the reflection of the tank. Um, they're just great characters. It's just a great host of characters in there. Um, so you know, other than that, I think it's time we move on to. What is becoming a tradition, obviously, in Fan Critical, which is the how the fuck have you not seen that quiz? Mm. Um, 
Okay, so the way it works is uh, six questions. I'm going to put in some lovely music. We're going to have a great time. Gareth, no pressure, but if you don't get, you know, if you don't get minimum 50% right, so three out of six right, then you have, to, boy. you have to watch the film again, um, which, to be honest, I would love to do. So, Gaz, maybe lose on porpoise. Oh. <laughs> ah, that's wow. Jazz is in the film. Wow. Yeah, so See what um, I did there, Gareth. See what I did there. Yeah, yeah that, 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 right. no, that's no easy. We that, done one's, that, one. one's, yeah, that one's that one's lazy. If John um, was here, you know, or if you've listened to our Akira podcast, we did fish puns for about fifteen minutes. So if that is your jam, go listen to that. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, All right, enough clown fishing around. Let's get on with it. Oh God, Jesus, that's the worst one. Um, so Gareth, are you ready for this? There's going to be everyone else could answer if Gareth gets it incorrect. Okay, um, you guys are playing for nothing other than pride. Gareth, this will be easy, mate. It's a Pixar film. It was very difficult for me to come up with difficult questions. You know, last week John did well in Akira. Uh, that is probably one of the hardest ones to get right. Yeah, we gave him the easy questions, la- though, didn't we? We, we gave did. Him the easy we questions. Um, all right, the music's jingling now. All right, Gareth, question one. What is the name of Nemo's late mom or mum, as we say here? Oh, yeah, I I know that one straight away. Um, Her name. I'd like to say right now, one second, Gareth, that you've turned your camera off, which I find very suspicious. I'll, I'll um, turn it back yeah. on, but but let me tell you this. The <laughs> fan on my laptop is going mental. I thought okay. I'd try and save you a job. Okay, um, I just want to see you not cheating. But, you know. No, but I can tell you because I thought it was strange because the way that an American accent says this name makes it sound yeah. like her name's Carl. Um, <laughs> Carl. Her name... Carl! <laughs> Carl! I do like watching movies with subtitles, so I did see that her name wasn't Carl. It was Coral. Yeah. Uh, anyone who listened to our Walking Dead podcast of old will know that we love the name Carl, Carl! from The Walking Dead. Um, literally I did not said listen, it constantly. So. No. Well, not a real no fan, are you? That was just for me and okay. him, to be honest. Mm. That's that's one correct, uh, Gareth. Um, question number two. At the Fish Are Friends Not Food meeting, how long has it been since Bruce says he last ate a fish? How long has it been since Bruce said he last ate a fish? That's question two. That's a good question. I know it's a number of... It was weeks, I'm almost certain. And I'm just trying to decide whether it was two or three. I'm going to go with... Uh, Gonna go with two weeks. That is incorrect. I'm passing it over to the lovely ladies, the turtle and the three seahorse. Weeks. Three, three weeks. How, it is correct. It's three weeks. So that oh, is uh, you. It's all right, Gareth. You're still on track. You're on fifty percent. Um, question number three: What song? What song does Darla sing to the fish tank when she arrives at the dentist's office? What song? <laughs> Does Darla sing to the fish tank when she arrives at the dentist's office? And for a bonus point, sing it. Yeah, sing it for the point itself. Yeah, I mean, there's no bonus points. What song does she sing at the fish tank? <laughs> oh, maybe I it's not as easy as I thought. I remember her banging the fish tank. I don't remember her singing. We um, will, fair, guys, we know. will rock you. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, that isn't it. <laughs> um. 
Um, you don't know, Gav. You can pass. You've got more chances. There's a couple of easier ones in here. This is this is. I reckon this is the second hardest question. Let me just see. Um. Is it a fish-related song? I'm not telling you anything I about that, Gav. There's no, there's, no, there's no hint. There's never been a hint in this quiz's history, and I'm not going to start breaking the rules for you right now. Um, I think she sings... Come, fish, the Backstreet Boys. Backstreet's back. <laughs> uh, no, unfortunately not. Again, why? What do you think, girls? Ladies? Turtle? Seahorse? I mean, is it... It's here. I don't Isn't know. it just here, fishy, fishy, fishy? Here, no, fishy, it's fishy, fishy. twinkle, twinkle, little star. Oh. Because who's Why? the star? Oh, starfish. Yeah. Dollars a prick. Yeah. So there you Why go. Why are you sleeping? Oh. I say yeah. that a lot. It doesn't count yeah. if um, no one gets it. Get it. Yeah, fair. No. Uh, okay, so Gareth, you're in a bit Hard of a dangerous question. position here. You're in a difficult position. Um, and I would say it gets easier, and it will get easier. Um, how old was the sea turtle Marlin met? How old was the sea turtle that Marlin met? It's Melvin. One hundred and fifty years old, <laughs> which is Correct. a surprise because Sandy Plankton said they only lived to a hundred. Well, there you go, Sandy oh, Plankton. Bonus. You don't get a bonus point. You just get a merit bonus, for bonus yeah. remembering. Point. Right, Gareth, you've got two yeah, correct. Gold star, Gareth. Two correct, two left. You need to get one right, uh, otherwise you have to watch the film mm. again. Wild um, peril. Marlin, is... or Melvin, tries to tell a joke throughout the film, uh, never getting <laughs> to the punchline. What is the punchline of Melvin slash Marlin's joke? Um... With fronds like these, who needs anemones? Correct. That is good. Yes. I thought you wouldn't get that. Yeah. <laughs> Very well done. Um, you have passed. But we'll, we'll, this is like any sort of quiz show. We have to do the formalities. Still finish so, it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What is the exact address uh, that uh, Melvin slash Marlin and Dory are trying to get to? Uh, what is the exact address and name, please? Um, well, see, I thought that you would ask me this, uh, so <laughs> yeah, I tried to remember it, and it's—I mean, it's—it's it's forty-two Wallaby Way, Sydney. Mm. What country? And is the that name? Anyway? Pardon? <laughs> I need the full address, mate. But I need I the name know. as well. What New South Wales? No, that's not on the address. <laughs> Australia. Australia, Gareth. Jeez, you're a geography teacher. Oh, New South Wales is on the you address, live there. so. No, it have, isn't. have another look. <laughs> have another look. Um, and okay. the name is P. <laughs> Sherman. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Sherman. I can see. Well yeah. done, Gaz. Well, well done, Gaz. I mean, I should disqualify you that last question. So technically, you only got three, but I'll give you four. Uh, you got four correct, which is well, one of the lowest. You should disqualify me because I got it right. Or <laughs> no, that... I'm just kidding. So you've passed. Uh, you didn't. You didn't lose on poor poise. Did it again. Um, so well done, uh, well done, Gareth. You have seen it. What, what was um, my t- What was my turtle score? Sorry. <laughs> Your turtle score. One hundred and fifty. Oh, for... <laughs> no, he's missed. He's missed it. It's got. He'll get. He'll get it oh, later. Oh, got it now. Good one. Yeah, yeah. Good oh, that. That's good. Yeah. That's good, that. Yeah. Um, okay, so 
uh, that is the end of the quiz. Gareth has seen the film. Congratulations. Now, obviously, <laughs> it's approaching Christmas time. This will be our last How the Fuck Have You Not Seen That of the Year. Um, when we come back in the new year, there'll be new podcasts that we're going to be talking about. Uh, there's going to be new shows that we're going to be covering. All of that is to be announced. However, this series will continue until we run out of uh, classics, as it's fair to say, to cover. Right, girls, give me one. I haven't seen Braveheart, but I don't feel like I should have. What? What? What, what is happening? Lucy, Braveheart <laughs> should That is disgusting. You've never seen Braveheart. No. All right, audience, that is what's happening. Um, I don't want to watch Braveheart. Don't make me do we, it. We, you have to. We didn't it's know this before the podcast. This is genuinely live reaction. Lucy has not seen uh, the Mel Gibson to watch and very, very historically accurate film Braveheart. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, sounds shit. <laughs> uh, my favourite bit is when they sing the Scottish national anthem. Yeti, 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 yeti. Oh, it just sounds... William is it even Wallace. good, though? <laughs> What do you mean? It's amazing, it's, Lucy. It's hilarious. It's amazing. How have you not seen Braveheart? It's, don't say it's hilarious. That doesn't make me want to watch it. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's and good in a way. Amazing, not hilarious. No, it, in a way. it was hilarious. No, it's, and it's good. Oh, I'm really looking forward to just doing that podcast in a Scottish accent the whole way through. Well, John will love doing that. So, aye, get involved. Aye, um, aye. so yeah, next one it. in the new year is Braveheart. Uh, mm. Everyone, which is mental, that is like, up there as one of the worst. That's it? like a, how? that's the gladiator of the old times. That's like before gladiator, it, it was like braveheart. No, I agree. Gladi- gladiator, gladiator, nineties. Gladiator is better, but what it's I'm gladiator is... with a Scottish accent. Exactly. That sounds correct, terrible. Gareth. Unless <laughs> lovely settings, uh, instead you're just roaming muddy marshes. I'm going to Google what it's got on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, right, seventy-eight percent. You lot. What, what I would say yeah. is, I'm very much looking forward to yeah. doing this. To That'll be a fun film to talk about. Yeah. Um, so, too. Braveheart in the new Freedom. year. Um, I think that's it for Fan Critical for the year because we've had a bit of a, a mental year with COVID and everything. I feel like we've tried to deliver uh, some varied new content for everybody. Um, and we tried. hopefully, we tried. this we've tried our best because, like, if the cinemas okay. aren't putting out films. And the TV stations aren't putting out new shows because of production problems and stuff like that. Uh, it's very well, difficult for us to, you know, do stuff. But we have done stuff. We've released like I don't I don't know how many podcasts, like 70, 80 podcasts this We've year. Done loads of stupid. stuff in, in COVID. Yeah, hundred percent. Done shit ton. Hundred percent. So we want to thank everyone for sticking yeah, we've done 100% with us. Percent of the podcasts that yeah. we've done during COVID. True. I want to thank everyone mm-hmm. for sticking with us during this pandemic. Hopefully, we've given you some light relief uh, during this awful year for a lot of people um uh, and next year is going to be our biggest and best year yet when all the films start coming out uh when new shows that we're going to cover start coming out uh when we come up with new series to do uh so please do keep with us stick with us uh, if you want to support us further you can go to patreon.com forward slash fan critical i know uh on there there's some bonus materials we do uh, commission podcasts that's an option uh there's like probably 20 or so cast episodes on there now which are short episodes where we've uh, just had a laugh and recast films with different actors and put different rules on it. It's good fun. Go check it out. Uh, and just any support would be muchly appreciated. Uh, just your subscriptions, to be honest with you, is amazing. So uh, thank you, everyone. We hope you have a lovely Christmas, a very happy new year. Um, and from everyone here at Fan Critical, I'm sure everyone here echoes my thoughts. Um, 
enjoy your time off. Rest up. Echo, you know, echo, it's, echo. It's a, it's, a bad, it's a bad time at the moment for everybody. But uh, just try and enjoy right. it as Stop best you can. Stop banging on about that. Have yeah, a, sorry. Have a wonderful, wonderful time, everybody. Yeah. Stay Merry safe. festive we break, everybody. And here's to 2021. Stay safe. Here's to 2021. Uh, and uh, freedom! We're going from, I just <laughs> thought, we're going from <laughs> Wales to yeah. Scotland. Oh, that is oh. very good, Gareth. That's I right, like that. Yeah. Let the listeners think about that one. Let's chew on yeah. that one. <laughs> Bye, guys. Happy All Christmas. Right. See you later. Bye. Just keep swimming, guys. Just, just keep, keep swimming. swimming. Stands on golden sands and watches the ships that go sailing somewhere beyond the sea. She's there watching for me. If I could fly like birds on high, then straight to her arms. I'll go sailing It's far Beyond the stars It's near Beyond the moon I know Beyond a doubt My heart Will lead me there soon We'll meet Beyond the shore, we'll kiss just like before. Happy we'll be beyond the sea, and never again I'll go sailing. Thank you.